Good evening, everybody. Good morning or good afternoon, whenever you're listening. It's actually about 6.20 in the afternoon for me. It's been a long day. Long day. A neighbor of mine came up doing some work around the house and and uh, we got through. We sat down in the shade and talked about religion. And now, I don't know if you can hear the water running. I'm sitting beside the little stream. I'm sitting between it and my fire. You'll hear the, may hear the fire popping. I decided, decided to just sit beside a fire out here. It's a nice evening. But we got started on a topic today, which I'd love to hear some big guns to counter my thoughts or enlighten me or however you want to say it. But my buddy asked me, his name's Kevin, by the way. It's not the guy, Kevin. We call bird this is another kevin but um yeah there was more than one of them born different years but kevin asked me do i think that god allows unsaved people to do things, good things, and bless them for it. Bad things or good things. He said, does God, he did say bad things, but bless them for it. And I immediately, the story of Tamar, I think her name is, came to me. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Tamar. She's in Genesis 38. Tamar was, I tell you, you should read just all of Genesis 38 because I, I can't read it. I'm not going not gonna to read it to you. But I'm going to paraphrase it for you. But she had married um, one of the sons of, uh, let's see... Let's see. So the Lord had killed these two brothers. He didn't like them. That's interesting to read as well. Um, because these two brothers had deceived the Lord. And because of that, the Lord took their lives. Um, and Judah was the guy's name. And it says Tamar had gotten cheated from her inheritance of the son. He promised her his son when he got 
older because the other two had died and she just had to wait long enough to he grew into maturity and he promised her to take care of her and back then you know women were kind of like property and if they didn't have a man to look after them they could starve and so she was betrothed but he was afraid that uh she was like a black widow you know uh she was bad news two of her son two of his sons had died with her already and he didn't want to give up his last one and lose him too but she uh she heard that he was going up to shear his sheep so she took off her widow's garments and she covered herself with a veil and uh, wrapped herself and sat in an open place which was on the way to Timna um, because she saw that Shayla was grown and she was not given to him as a wife but Judah when he saw her on the side of the road he thought she was a harlot because she had her face covered and he turned to her and said please let me come into you he says for he did not know that she was his daughter-in-law so she said, what will you give to me that you may come into me? And he said, I will send a young goat from the flock. And will you give me a pledge till you send it? And he said, what pledge shall I give you? And she said, your signet your, and cord and your staff that is in your hand. So he gave them to her. And he went in and had sex with this woman that he thought was a harlot on the side of the road. Time goes by, she goes back to her widow, puts on her widowhood garments, and um, he sent the goat like he pledged to the woman, but they couldn't find her because they were trying looking for this harlot, and all the people in the area said there wasn't no harlot out there. We don't have a harlot in this neighborhood. Said they couldn't find her. Well, then it came about that um, let's see, the daughter-in-law someone told him that the daughter-in-law had played the harlot she was with child by harlotry and judah said bring her out and let her be burned and when she was brought out she said by the man who these things belong i am with child please determine whose these are the signet and cord and the staff this is big business people this woman took all his royal identity his signet ring his cord and his staff i mean they just didn't make those for everybody in the neighborhood back then you had to be somebody and so judah acknowledged them and he said she has been more righteous than i because i did not give her to shayla his son So this has a great ending in that for her, she went on to have twins. And um, they were Perez and Zara, and they in themselves hold famous stories in the Bible. But had it not been what she had done, that wouldn't have happened. So you sit back 
from a distance and look out across the the valley of history and you see how God can God connects the dots he he had a plan and it came together through this woman doing a bad thing for an overall good now you say is that good well, God made it good is that God's plan who knows only God knows but I recall in the book of Job uh, God said you can do whatever you want to Job just don't touch him I mean, he killed Job's family, lost his property, home, children. He allowed that to happen to Job. But Job was a man of God. That's the difference. We don't know about Tamar, but her act had a future theological consequence. Now, there's another one, isn't there? Can y'all think of another one? Let's see if we can find it here in that book. Joshua. The book of Joshua, Joshua 2, says he sent out two men to spy into Jericho. And we know the story about Jericho and that these men had gone spying. They went into the land to spy for Joshua and the Israel army to see that they could take the fortress of Jericho. But it says that they went spying secretly and they went and came to the house of a harlot named Rahab and lodged there. Rahab was a harlot. She was a legitimate harlot. She didn't dress up and act like one like Tamar did. That was her business, her livelihood. And these men went there to her house. And she hid them. She hid them on the roof, protected the men of God. And she said in verse 9 of Joshua 2, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that the terror of you has fallen on us and that all the inhabitants of the land are faint-hearted because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the river of the Red Sea for when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were on the other side of the Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we heard these things, our hearts melted. Neither did there remain any more courage in anyone because of you. For the Lord your God, He is God in heaven above and on earth beneath. And she said, Now therefore I beg you, swear to me by the Lord, since I have shown you kindness, that you will also show kindness to my father's house and give me a true token. Spare my father, my mother, my brothers, my sisters, and all that they have, and deliver our lives from death. 
So they did. They swore to her. She hit them. They escaped. They reported back. And Jericho was captured. So this woman, this harlot, goes down in the history books as being one of the greatest women of the Old Testament. She's mentioned in the lineage of Jesus. God can use whoever He wants to. You need to remember that. Don't put God in a box and say what He can and can't do. Remember, He created everything from nothing. He knows you. He knew you before you were even knitted together in your mother's womb. He knows what you're going to do. He gives you the choice to believe in His Son. He can do anything He wants to do. If He wants to use an, a non-believer to get something done, maybe there's just not enough believers around at the time when He needs a good one, and they're slacking off. You know, who knows? But God can and will do great things. The question is, are we willing to be a part of it, or are we going to stand on the sidelines and watch others take the glory? What have you been doing your whole life? What have you been doing today? What are you doing tomorrow? Are you sitting on the sidelines? I've been talking about this world's going crazy. God allows people to do things for a greater good. Sometimes you have to do evil for a greater good. It never tells us in the Bible that we should not defend our families. It never tells us to be a punching bag to a spouse. And that's another story I could get into about people say you shouldn't divorce. Well, sometimes you just, you don't know what's going on in that marriage, do you? You know, the bottom line is, like I said, God can and He will do whatever He wants to with whomever he so desires. The question is, are you going to be a part of it? Or are you going to stand by and watch? So the next time you're riding around or at work or out somewhere to eat and you've got a chance to do good, then do good. If you got a chance to help somebody out, help them out. Don't stand on the sidelines and watch life and stories and histories be written and your name is not recorded in the book with it. And this is Pastor Chip. I hope everybody has a blessed day. I thank you for tuning in. God bless each and every one of you and be safe no matter where you are. Be safe and watch out after you and your family. Until the next time. Vaya con Dios.